Okay, welcome to the first episode of the Mojo Podcast. My name is Stuart Griffin, and I will be developing this podcast over the forthcoming months uh, and hopefully years. This effectively is my, um, really a test version to see check on a couple of aspects of sound and um, playing around with a few features, I suppose. Um, But fundamentally, the premise of the podcast is to discuss health and well-being. Now, this would involve my own views and opinions on varying subjects, but also the intention is to invite uh, guests to come onto the show and discuss with me various topics, subjects, um, and to talk about their own experiences, their own situations, maybe services that they offer. And the general idea of the podcast is to inform people, so be a source of information that people can learn about health, well-being, topics like nutrition, body composition, sleep optimization, uh, how to manage stress, and really just branching out from there to anything like gut health. There are many other topics which I'm sure will develop over time. I think the fundamental basis of what I want to try and achieve, like I said, is fundamentally to inform, but also to try and inspire other people to take action on their own health. And that's the key point. I think this day and age of unlimited content, you know, we're overwhelmed with content and we can consume content very, very effectively, very efficiently in all number of manners at all times of the day. You know, we're bombarded with content. Um, and I think one of the issues with that is that we can maybe consume too much content to the point where we're not actually really acting upon what that content is intending to motivate you to do. So I think that I don't want to be producing just more content for content's sake. This is about motivating, inspiring people to take action because that for me is the fundamental basis of improving your well-being and the well-being of the people around you is that you need to draw a line in the sand, decide what it is that you want to achieve, what's important to you. I think one of the other fundamentals that I believe in is prioritisation. The biggest, or one of the biggest things holding us back, or many, many people back, is that the perception and belief that there is not enough time. There's never enough time to do the things that you want to do. But the truth is, there is enough time. Everybody has the same amount of time. There are 24 hours in a day. We all choose individually how do we go about prioritising that time. And the fact of the matter is, we're either prioritising things that 
are more important to us or another big issue which I think can be hard to deal with and hard to manage is that we're basically allowing other people potentially to prioritise our time for us. Now that is an issue, you know, and it's very it's a very fine line to walk because those those people can be very close to us, they can be our family, our loved ones, our partners, our children, our parents, our brothers and sisters, our neighbours, you know, our community, everybody wants drawing down on your time it wants to prioritise your time for you and that's where we as individuals need to be disciplined and we need to be we need to be strong and we need to be honest with ourselves and honest with other people as to what we as individuals need in our lives and then we need to portion our time accordingly Um, and if you're not able or willing to do that, then you're never going to have time to do the things you want to do. And the truth of the matter is, you don't really want to do them. You know, if you want to do something bad enough, then you will make time. People always make time for the things they actually want to do. Um, because sometimes, you know, it's, it's harder, it's always, or it's often harder to make the difficult choices, you know, so sometimes it's easier just to bend to other people's will that's easier than having a discussion with them and getting through those difficult discussions which we all know can be tricky so I think that's that's one of the main points that we want to try and work on in terms of giving people confidence, the motivation, and maybe the tools as well to actually have those, have that conversation with yourself and and then have that conversation with other people around you in order to allow yourself the space to be who you want to be and do the things you want to do. So that's, um, for me, that's part of what I want this podcast to be about. Now, the other thing I think which is quite important for me is is the whole idea of transformation. It's something which has been inadvertently happening to me over the last few years. And a lot of people will be familiar with my story, um, and obviously others won't, but I can get into that maybe another time and drill down into some of the detail and how I feel that life has created certain opportunities for me to change and I've personally I've embraced those opportunities I've, I've seen them as opportunities where other people maybe would look at them slightly differently in a, with a more negative connotation I felt that I got myself into a mindset where I can actually approach adversity from a, from a place of wanting to learn from every situation you learn more from the adversity and the challenges and the difficult times in your life than you do from the good times. You know, the good times are easy or easier. Um, and we often cruise through the good times not really appreciating how good they are often. Whereas the bad times, you know, and the, and the tricky challenging times, they 
they're not so kind and they can they can seem like you know time can slow down when you're when you're in a sticky patch. But again, for me, every stage of life and every situation, good or bad, provides you with an opportunity to learn about yourself and others around you, your environment, and what you take from that. So that, for me, is something which has become very, very interesting. The idea, the ideal of transformation, transition, transitioning from one way of being, one way of thinking, one way of acting, into other ways which you want. Uh, you know, maybe thought about how you'd like to be and how you'd like to feel look, uh, be perceived by others, all of these things which, for me, again, I think it's something which I've been working on a lot over the last year or so, and the idea of trying to manifest the thing, the term for me now, which I never used to really understand, it, you know, I would have maybe looked at it with a cynical lens and said, oh, what does that actually mean, it sounds a bit woo-woo, it's not really, it's not real, it's just, you know, something which people make up as they go along, but for me, the idea of manifestation is having an intention, taking something which you want to happen in your life, starting to actually visualize what it is to be in that place, to feel how you would feel in that place, to actually, it's a case of you, you know, there's a, there's a philosophy of actually you creating your own reality. You know, this is, a, again, a deeper subject for another day, but for me, I'm starting to see that side of the coin where you can, things aren't always as straightforward as we maybe hope they are. Um, I think there are opportunities for us to actually look beyond just our everyday standard view of the world and how we fit into the world and how the world works for us or against us, or you know, as some people you know believe, and how you generate certain amount of energy and how you put that energy into the world and then what you receive back, you know, people maybe refer to it as karma, which is something I have identified with in the past, but I'm almost reframing that now in my own mind, and it's a case of if you can manifest what you've decided that you want for yourself in your life, you start to think it, believe it act upon it, you know, I'm not saying you can just, it's not as simple as just saying, oh, I want to be rich and, you know, fit and healthy, and if you just think it, it's going to happen, clearly that's not going to happen, you know, there's the work, you have to do the work, but at the same time, you have to start off with the intention of being that thing, and the work comes next, if you combine, if you put that intention into the universe, and you discuss it, you know, you think about it yourself, you commit it maybe to paper or you, know, you, you write it down, whether it's paper or electronic form, you, know, you, you, you crystallize those thoughts into actual words, physical words, 
uh, real words and then you share those words with friends or family or people close to you or somebody you trust in or, or however it might be, you know, you put it onto social media for everybody to see. If you, if you make a statement on social media to say, this is what I want to be, this is what I want to achieve, this is my goal, then you're drawing down, I think, on the energy of those other people who you've shared that with. And you now, there's, you know, there's an element of accountability that starts to grow between you and them, even if it's an imaginary accountability, because you've effectively made a commitment to somebody or a group of people, which then makes you more accountable. You know, it's easy to kid yourself and fool yourself and lie to yourself. It's a little harder to do that to others. So that, for me, having the goal, having the intention, having having that clearly set out in your mind, on paper in word form to know that what it is you want, sharing it with others, talking about how you intend to do it, and then effectively living it, believing that's what you're doing. You know, continue to talk about it, continue to take action. Yeah, you know, that's the important thing. You know, once you get past the words, now it's time to do the work. You need to start working and having steps, you know, achievable, short-term goals that you can work towards, that you can chip away. You know, these things, you know, having the lofty ideals of, I want to be rich, I want to be fit, I want to be thin. You know, that's all well and good, but that's a, that's a long-term goal. There are, there are very many stages between arriving at that destination and being, you know, where you are at the beginning. And you need to have a lot of steps in between where you can start to chip away, have little, little goals, little micro goals in between that you can then hit those goals, achieve those goals, start to feel, build momentum. That for me is another start small start to create momentum once that snowball is rolling gaining mass and gaining force and gaining velocity I obviously believe that that is a thing which will then keep knocking down those short term goals or you know pushing through those hurdles once you've got some weight behind behind you behind that intention it becomes a lot harder to, to, to break and you've got something to build, you know, you're always building upon, there's a foundation that you're building upon and that for me has been key in my own personal approach to how I've achieved many of my own goals is to, is to do exactly that, set intention be clear as to what I want to achieve and then just start, start doing it start building start chipping away and the momentum just carries you forward and then once you have something to protect you don't want to let go of that you know once you've started to see those results you know you're, you're feeling better you're you know you're losing weight your body composition's improving you have more energy this holistic overall well-being you feel growing well why do you want to go, you know, when you have those opportunities to, you know, fall off the wagon, for me, I think you're less inclined to do it because you've got something to protect. And a reason, I think that's the other thing, I think as well, it's important to, 
to have those goals, but also to know why, you know, what's, what's the reason for having these goals? Why do you want to achieve these specific things in your life? And I think there needs to be some strong motivation. Um, and that, for me, is another area where we can certainly drill down in the future. But it's a case of, you know, how do you give yourself the best chance of succeeding and there's different levels of success success means different things to different people and you know we don't all want the same things in the same way at the same time the same amount of time um so again it's getting clear on those things but having some clear motivation you know something something for me something that's big that you can really really get behind and hang your hat on you know my the biggest one of these motivations in my life is my health and well-being is paramount to me because I feel that I need to be, I want to try and give myself the best chance. I want to play the odds. I want to, I want to swing the odds in my, in my favour. I want to play the percentages. I want to move all of that, that needle far over to my side um, as I can. You know, no one knows what's going to happen. There's no guarantees. I get that. But, you know, I'm not going to be reckless and take my... I've done that in my in my previous life, you know, so I've, I've been there and I've done that and that didn't really... wasn't a long-term um, viable strategy for me. It's okay when you're young, but once you sort of grow up a bit, I think, I've, you know, that mindset's now changed. And once you have children, that's become my fundamental motivator. I want to be around to enjoy my children and you know look after my children but mainly just to be there you know i've been i've been fortunate enough to see how my family we've got members of our family who have been lucky enough to live very long um productive lives to the point where you know they're in their 90s you know, I've seen great grandparents that are nine, not my my personally, but my wife's who are 92 and 96, and you know, the difference between them and their partners who have, within reason, died 30 years before them. They, they've almost had another, you know, another half a life on top, 30 years extra, and they've seen their grandchildren grow up into adults, and then they've seen their their great grandchildren. Um, and I've witnessed that, and I think that's a privilege um, to experience that, and that's what I want for me and my children, and hopefully my you know, my great grandchildren. So I I use that. That's my underlying fundamental motivation. Work towards that. Make the right decisions. Do the right things. Um, you know, get those get those habits and routines under your belt now, while you're still depends who you are and how old you are but you know my goal was that I was pushing 40 if I can get my house in order before 40 it makes life a lot easier the longer you leave something the harder it gets to turn the ship not to say you can't it just becomes more tricky so the quicker you get on top of it instead of always putting it off and putting it off and saying tomorrow or next year um, you know take ownership of it and start it now today um, and use those use that underlying fundamental motivation keep focused on that 
and use that as a springboard to keep you pushing forward and keep that momentum going. So there you go. That's the uh, that's going to be the the underlying premise of my podcast series, and it will expand hopefully from here. But like I said, this is just a test, just to just to start and get something on to get pen on paper uh, and take it from there. So. If you have tuned into this, I appreciate you listening, and I actually would really very much appreciate you providing some feedback just on, on anything, really. Don't get me wrong, this is not this is no way meant to be the finished article, but um, if you can provide me with any feedback, um, constructive feedback, good and bad, that would be greatly appreciated. Thanks again for listening. This is Stuart Griffin on the Mojo Podcast. Goodbye.